Hey mama, today's episode is a juicy one. Not gonna lie, I wish I had all this information prior to my first pregnancy, but you don't know what you don't know. And that's why I wanted to bring you this topic today. And we have a special guest for this episode. I had the pleasure of speaking with Dr. Carly Buxton all about how to build a care team that will put you in the driver's seat of both your pregnancy and postpartum experience. Dr. Carly Buxton is a certified lactation counselor, postpartum doula, and the CEO slash co-founder of Nestle, your parenting co-pilot. In this episode, she shares the top questions to ask your prenatal provider, why you might want to build a care team, what to consider when building your care team, how you might think ahead to postpartum, and resources to find the best professionals to support you and your needs. It's so easy to get swept into the mix of your prenatal care or even just into new motherhood and not think twice about certain decisions that you actually have more authority on or just not being able to have the time and space to do the research when you're just thrown into it. So being informed on your options as well as just building a really supportive care team that supports your vision for pregnancy or postpartum is so, so crucial. And I'm excited to share all these important takeaways with you. I know you're going to walk away from this feeling really empowered and really supported. So let's go ahead and get into it. Welcome to the Strong Mama podcast. I'm your host, Nicole, mom, exercise physiologist, and pre and postnatal fitness expert. This show is all about helping you navigate your pregnancy and postpartum journey with more strength, energy, and ease. Each week, pull up a seat for a new topic that will empower you to feel strong, capable, and confident while supporting your body through all the changes of the motherhood journey. Just a reminder that the information on this show is not meant to treat or diagnose any medical condition. Please speak to your medical provider for all things related to your health care. I'm honored and excited to be a part of your health journey into motherhood. Now let's dive into today's episode. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Strong Mama podcast. Today I'm here with Dr. Carly Buxton and we're going to be diving into a super important topic that we haven't really touched on on this podcast before and it's all about building your care team in pregnancy and postpartum and helping you feel most supported with what you absolutely need to thrive throughout your motherhood journey. Dr. Carly is a certified lactation counselor, postpartum doula, and the CEO and co-founder of Nestle, your parenting co-pilot. So super excited to hear what she has to share with us today. So Carly, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I love what you're doing. Absolutely. So go ahead and start off by telling everyone who you are and what you do. So um, as you said in your intro, my background is I'm a lactation counselor. I'm a postpartum doula. But through the experience of the pandemic, um, I started using more and more digital tools. And ultimately, what started as Nestle LLC, you know, Carly's doula business in Boston, became Nestle as it is today, which is a marketplace that connects parents and parents-to-be with experts, resources, brands curated for where they are and what challenges they're facing throughout the journey from fertility all the way to the teen and tween years. So it's been really interesting to see how the scope has grown 
Um, but we have more than 250 experts who list their services on Nestle today. They build storefronts and really have downloadables, live coaching, virtual coaching. Our goal is to create an oasis where parents can go on the internet and know that they don't have to sort through a bunch of stuff. They can say one or two things about what they need and be matched with the ideal resources or experts for them. That sounds like an incredible resource. And I've had a chance to look through it myself and it just is so incredibly supportive to have a place that you can go through, like you said, from preconception, trying to conceive through you know, through your children's first several years and beyond. I mean, there's really not much out there like that. And I feel like with COVID and like the spark of the digital online space in the recent years, there's just so much information out there. There's so many influencers. There's so there's just so much. Mm-hmm. And it can be really overwhelming, to be honest, oh, to just like yeah. search in all the places for for support. Without a doubt. Yeah, that's why we exist. I mean, I think, you know, from the from the expert side as a doula, as a lactation counselor, so many of us learned how to pivot and offer things online during COVID. Mm-hmm. And yet, simply because of the way search works or word of mouth works, we're, we're still just getting found in our own zip code or in our own areas. And that's such a missed opportunity because you might be the perfect expert for somebody states and states away, and they would never find your, you know, your sleep package or whatever it may be simply because they've never had a chance to cross paths with you. And so experts are hustling and spending hours on social media and dancing on TikTok and like trying to get our message out there to the people who need us most. And I, as an expert, and especially as a parent, was just thinking, that's broken. You know, we need Mm -hmm. one place to go that's going to filter out all of the judgment, all of the anecdotes, all of the, hey, I disagree with that. We didn't do it that way in my day. You know, let's just get these people connected with the experts and resources they know they can trust. So that's what we've built with Nestle. Incredible. Absolutely love it. And I I just think that building a care team, especially when you're going through this journey of preconception through parenthood, building that support team seems like an overlooked element. I think oftentimes we don't know what we don't know, and we're often looking to our providers to tell us everything, in which case sometimes it's not always in their scope for all the elements. You know, they are especially like in pregnancy or early postpartum, like they're going to be like the best guide for your body and such. But like, where does the support come in beyond your care, beyond baby's care? Um, And there's just so many things that are overlooked. So tell us a little bit why you feel that building a care team for you is important throughout the journey. You know, I think there's so much to be said for feeling like you're in the driver's seat of your own body and of your own birth, pregnancy, postpartum, child rearing experience. And I do think that the way the system is set up here in the US, we often don't find ourselves in that kind of authoritative position. We get swept in, unsuspecting, maybe unknowing to whatever is standard. And we 
just accept that that's the way we are to experience our pregnancy and our postpartum. And that's certainly what happened to me, you know, during my first pregnancy, I didn't know what I didn't know. And I just, you know, kind of went through my insurance and just found a, a doctor and it was fine. But I came out of that with a, an appetite for really all that I'd missed out on. And I started learning about holistic care. I learned what a doula is and does. And I learned that there are people whose careers are dedicated to providing that holistic support that is so much more that you can get outside of, you know, 15 minutes at your checkup at the doctor's office. So I find it's really important to educate yourself on all the options that are out there as a parent, just because your options then become so much more varied for how you want to own your parenting and birth experience. Now, that said, that's a privileged spot to be in because I live in a city, you know, it is much of it is out of pocket. That's not the case in, in maternal health deserts, you know, which are counties across the U S where there's not even an obstetrician, you know, it's, it's a privilege to be able to choose, but the promise of telesupport is that I options are becoming more affordable, more accessible and, you know, there are some wonderful community doula programs where care is free. You would never know about them unless you're somehow connected and in the know. But we are working to make it more obvious that no matter where you live, no matter how much you can afford, holistic care is at your fingertips. Love that. And I also love that you mentioned like taking ownership and responsibility and authority over your own experience and body. I can, it makes me think back to when I became a first time mom, the swept in anecdote that you used. That's what it felt like. I didn't know what was going on. I was the first of my friend group to become pregnant. And I had all these questions. I didn't have anywhere to go. And I didn't know what questions to be asking, mm -hmm. honestly. But I think even just like telling our listeners that you can have authority and control and, you know, have sort of be the guide of your own experience, so to speak, in many ways. And I love that, yeah, you mentioned that there are so many accessible um, and afford even more affordable ways these days to access that stuff no matter where you live. So yeah. super, super good. Yeah, it helps to be able to envision the kind of birth that you want or the kind of postpartum that you want. And if you don't even know that there are options then you really can't do that. You know, you just kind of think that maybe there's one way or that breastfeeding will come naturally, or you maybe you kind of expect what you're, you've seen in your own family. And if you educate yourself and you start connecting with a suite of providers and learning what's out there, then you realize there's, there are so many other ways that you can own your experience. Absolutely. So aside from, you know, these maternal deserts that you had mentioned, what are some of the top challenges you're seeing new and expecting parents having throughout their journey anywhere along the way? You know, I see because my focus, um, you know, outside of Nestle, just my focus as an expert is on early postpartum period. And I see a lot of scrambling in the moment when you're already overwhelmed. 
you know, so I'm, I'm working with a mom who maybe just thought, Hey, sure. I'll try breastfeeding, maybe read about it or took a class, but things aren't working well. And she's had no sleep. She's her nipples are killing her. Like she's in this moment of overwhelm and then she has to find an expert. And so she's, you know, using Google, she's maybe asking on Facebook, she's poking her, like she's trying to figure out how to solve this problem. And that's so much work that she shouldn't have to do in that moment, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So I do typically really encourage people to select a doula, a postpartum doula, and a lactation counselor on the front end. You may not use them, you know, but just have the person there so that if the moment arises, you know, they've got time and you know that um, it's a good match for you. So I really think that there's a lot that can be done on the front end to avoid that kind of overwhelm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I know it. you get swept up into postpartum the same way you kind of get swept into that prenatal care. Mm-hmm. And yeah, then you're kind of like in the midst of the newborn phase with not enough resources. So I a hundred percent agree that we can start thinking about these things beforehand and start like vetting out a few people and sort of making that part of your, you know, birth prep plan, so to speak, or your postpartum prep plan, getting ahead of it so that we don't find ourselves in that sort of like that exhausted state trying to find help and support for what we need. And a birth doula in particular can really unlock a lot for you there because birth doulas, you know, they kind of catch you on the front end and they, as part of their certification or training, they need to learn about all the resources in your area. I mean, when I was certified, we had to submit a resource guide for the city I lived in at the time, which was Boston. And so I knew of all of the free nursing circles. I knew of all of the pediatric chiropractors. And so it's a vast wealth of knowledge if you can connect with a doula early on in your pregnancy who can tell you the the real talk about what it's like to birth at such and such a hospital, help you guide a decision on, you know, maybe if a birth center is for you, if working with a midwife versus an obstetrician might be more suited to your style. It really helps to have that thought partner. And that's something that you can do virtually very easily. So um, one of the beauties of telesupport is that you have all of these people with such knowledge bases about particular communities and then about the birth experience in general who it is their passion. They cannot wait to connect and help parents experience and kind of guide, guide them through this. I, yeah, I agree with you. Doulas, lactation consultants, those are super key people. And I love all those reasons that you stated. I know that lactation was also a really big part of my journey in like in my support journey, that that was one of the biggest me supports for me. Yeah. And I feel like it just, it can help ease some of that anxiety because it doesn't come as natural as you may be led to believe. Some Sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. But I think just having that layer of support there to troubleshoot and help you like ease your anxiety. Like I know for me, like there were definitely hard moments. Like it's not easy to breastfeed a baby and get that, get the hang of it. And they can just 
they help so much. And I'm sure it's the same with a doula too, just like ease those anxieties that come up or just any support system, really any part of that care team, just help you ease the anxiety. So if you're feeling Mm -hmm. that overwhelm and you're feeling just like swept up in all these things and you don't know where to go, like just finding Mm -hmm. a vetted resource, like a professional to, to guide you. So, Mm -hmm. so helpful. As we get into this, how does someone begin to identify what they might need in their care team? Because there's so many options, especially if we're talking about the whole range from preconception to pregnancy, postpartum, parenthood. How do you identify what would be the best for you and the best for your support team? I think it's important early on to kind of solidify your primary care and then your kind of holistic care. If you can find, you know, find the route you're going to take on the primary care, whether is that going to be a midwife? Is that going to be a group of midwives? Is that going to be an obstetrician? You know, kind of choose your physician who's going to be providing your birth experience and labor and delivery. Um, How do you do that? I think it's so important to do online research, look at reviews, dive deep in reviews. It's not just about the stars, you know, it's about what people say about the weight rooms. Um, And then you can also take the ownership of asking questions. I have made the mistake of booking a first appointment. And then it's like, you're already in your insurance pattern and you can't really book another initial appointment elsewhere. And so I strongly recommend trying to figure out a few key questions about the primary care your person you're considering before you even initiate that sequence of like being seen at your, you know, eight week appointment or whatever it may be. And for me, some of those, some of those core questions really deal with what kind of birth you're imagining. So for example, if you're targeting a VBAC, you want to make sure that the doctor is supportive of that. If you want to have a doula present, you need to make sure that they love that and, and they're, hospital where where they have privileges supports that. You want to ask questions like, how did you choose this career? You know, that's really telling. And you can learn a lot about a person's passion for their field simply by asking that question. Um, How do you want a parent to feel when they work with you? Answer, their answer to that is also really telling. So, you know, just, and how long does that take? Four minutes to have that conversation. And it can really provide a lot of insight for how this person is going to interact with you. Same questions on the holistic side. And I feel like once you've chosen your your doula or advisor or or anyone who knows this non-medical side of the parenting experience, that person, you ask them the same questions and they will also, you know, when you feel like this is my person, then they've unlocked for you what else you might need. They can know about your history. You know, have you had um, a surgery that might mean you're going to need a lactation consultant. How do you have a history of mood disorders in your family? Well, maybe we need to have a list of some of the mental health providers in your town, just in case you start to feel something that's beyond the baby blues. Um, human beings can step in and really connect things full circle for you. It's just all about unlocking that, that first core person who's going to be your advisor. Um, And one more thing to say about that is it's kind of hard to start like choosing your person if you don't necessarily know about what kind of birth you want. And so I don't think you need to read a million books. 
I don't think you need to, you know, approach this like some sort of anthropologist, but I do think that it's helpful to educate yourself a little bit, maybe by talking to two different friends of yours who really have different styles. You know, maybe you've got some super crunchy friend and you want to ask about their birth experience, or maybe your aunt is, you know, a scientist and, and had a very different birth experience. And so talk to a couple of people, start to imagine what kind of birth experience resonates with you. And then a movie that I often recommend is a documentary called The Business of Being Born, which is years old now, but really was an aha for me to try to understand, oh, there's more to, there, there are more options out there than just the typical medical birth experience. So a, a little bit of education and asking around can really set you on a good ground floor for starting to imagine your experience. Wow. You just gave so many good things there from the questions to, I love that you also laid out with the separation sort of between primary care and holistic care. I've never heard of it talked about that way before. I don't know why, but it makes so much sense that you would have that primary care team. And then you would also be looking into some holistic support for whatever like experience essentially that you want to have and like having them work together essentially. Could you give us a few examples of other professionals who might be able to help us on the holistic side of things? Sure. One thing we find a lot of parents need, but um, didn't expect to need is pediatric chiropractor. I remember when I gave birth to my child, I was attending this nursing. This was before I became a lactation consultant. Um, and I was attending a nursing circle and everybody was talking about this pediatric chiropractor, pediatric chiropractor. And I thought, what in the world is that? I've never even been to a chiropractor as an adult. I can't imagine a baby going. But then people started to explain and there's so much that can happen to the baby as it's positioned and, you know, fussiness might be caused by torticollis or some sort of muscle strains. And so that we see as, I don't know if it's necessarily placebo effect or not, but my own experience and the experience I've had of seeing other people start to consult with a pediatric chiropractor, there's a lot of uh, anxiety that can be released when they are delicately, you know, kind of tapping on your baby, telling you about their body and helping the baby calm down and helping you calm down. Um, it's so much of a relationship building it with pediatric chiropractor. We also see a lot of sleep support, you know, coming up on Nestle. Sleep is a really, is, uh, something that's transferable online quite a bit. You know, lactation is a bit harder to do with a video camera, but sleep packages, you know, wow, that's a, that's a talking and coaching session. And a, here's a plan for you to try at home type of thing, which is really conducive to telesupport. Um, and sleep, I mean, you're very lucky if you're the parent who doesn't ever have to Google what to do about your baby's sleep or your toddler's yeah. or your child's sleep. Um, so we see that a lot. And then there's a lot of just miscellaneous support that people offer on Nestle. Um, Reiki adoption counseling, um, pelvic floor health, yoga and exercise guidance, holistic nutrition guidance. Um, really we have, we even have a category that says surprise me. And there's this bucket of miscellaneous experts on Nestle who just through their career have found that they specialize in helping parents. So maybe they're life coaches, but they 
they really, their target customer is a working mom, whatever it may be. Um, so there are so many ways to surround yourself with support people who can unlock a lot as you're facing different challenges throughout the journey. Yeah, that's such a good range. And also just, yeah, so important to know that those things are even available and that we don't have to go through it alone. And I'm sure there are just, there's so many different professionals that offer different packages and price points and just for whatever, ever you need. That's right. And there are some people who are in training and, you know, maybe they're just trying to get their credit hours. And so they're Mm going to be your doula for free or they're just super passionate about it. And you're the first client who's come to them, you know, really curious about this very specific niche that they're focused on. For example, um, we have an expert who specializes in helping mothers birth who have lost their own mother. You know, that's pretty niche, right? But that's really important. And so somebody who's pregnant and they're, they've lost their mother, that's a type of person who could really benefit from somebody who like, that's their exclusive clientele. Um, and it just takes you so much further down the line in terms of context and the type of support that's going to be helpful for you. Yeah, absolutely. So obviously there's so much information out there as we've talked about already. So how can parents cut through the noise and find these trusted professionals? Like, is there anything specific we should be looking for with credentials or anything else that we can sort of vet out the right people? I'm a big believer that it's not so much about credentials as it is about what you see and hear from the person. Um, we, I've seen a lot of people who were supporting births for 20 years and never realized that what they were doing was being a doula, you know, so they didn't go through a formal certification program, but you're not going to find a better doula. You know what I mean? Um, I think a really great question to try to ask a person to try to assess if what they're going to be sharing with you is evidence-based, you know, rooted in science is to ask them how they stay on top of the latest research in their field. Um, So, you know, lactation is my major focus. So I always need to stay on top of the latest research that comes out as, as it relates to lactation. So like there were some changes in the mastitis guidelines, some major changes over the last 12 months about how you counsel a parent who's, who's potentially dealing with mastitis. Um, I bet a lot of people maybe didn't even see that that came out, you know, so you want to ask the person, you're considering hiring, how do you stay on top of the latest research in your field? That question alone is going to help you determine if they are keenly connected to the latest research in science or not. And I know another thing that comes up with moms, especially, but probably a lot of parents, I think that we can often feel like we should be able to figure this out ourselves, you know, from at any point in the journey, whether it's trying to conceive, whether it's in our pregnancy, early postpartum, breastfeeding, all the things like we want to feel like we should do it all ourselves. And I think that's just been passed down to us. And maybe we've seen, of course, like generations before us, like do that, you know, they've haven't had all of these different options and resources. Mm -hmm. And what would you say to the mom or parent out there who feels like they should be able to do it all themselves. And they almost feel like guilty or like they shouldn't be like 
adding this extra support for whatever mm-hmm. this the challenge is? You know, I see it all the time. Um, I my background is as a researcher uh, before this career, and so I, I naturally do a lot of research on the way parents approach asking questions. And in one of my studies, I found that parents who are going to ask a question on like a Facebook group or some sort of social platform, they project feelings of judgment and troll responses that may never even manifest, but they hear it in their own heads as they're typing out their question. Um, So that alone is really speaks to this judgment, this shame that we create for ourselves simply because we're asking for help along the way. So we're really trying to undo that at at Nestle and at at a lot of the wonderful maternal health companies that that I see and that we partner with. I think we can look to other cultures, you know, where it may be the norm for a a newly delivered mother to stay in bed and uh, be with her baby bonding for 40 days. And the other people in her life kind of make the household keep going or take care of the things that she typically takes care of. Um, what would it feel like if if we tried to do something like that here or in your own family? What if we just tried to embrace the fact that we want to focus on bonding, on that beautiful experience of change that has come to your family when a new member joins. Um, it changes everything. I mean, I gave birth to my son April of 2020, right? So I didn't go anywhere. He sat on my lap for the first several months of his life. And I kind of think that that's the that's how he became a really secure little guy. It's not it's not possible in our society today. Parents have to return to work. You know, parents have to keep up with the pace of society, you have to keep paying the bills. So on a macro level, the system itself is broken, but on a micro level, there's a lot that we can do with self-talk and with talking to our friends and giving them reminders that they deserve for life to slow down a little bit. Oh my gosh, Mike, drop on that. <laughs> I feel like everybody needs to hear that and just like let that sink in that you deserve it. You deserve the experience that you want. You deserve to slow down. You deserve to like take that time, especially if we're talking postpartum to bond and learn and get to know your baby and transition because there's just, there's so much pressure. I talk about, talk about it all the time within this podcast and on the community, in my community that it's just so much pressure to, like you said, bounce back to work, keep the household running, keep things clean. And it's just, we can take the time. We can take the time. Yeah. And I think, that. you know, imagine if if some of, some of us are lucky enough to have that friend who you can be really honest with, you know, and you can cry to, or you can say like, things are not going well, or I had a terrible night last night, or like, I'm not even sure that I'm ever going to get along with my toddler. What if it, what if every relationship felt like that? You know, what if, what if that's just the way that we're our standard of how we related to each other in these vulnerable stages of parenthood? You know, I keep coming back to that and how antithetical it is to what we see on social media. That's just fake. And I really want to encourage people to celebrate the truths 
of what they're going through and have that level of authenticity when they relate to one another, no matter where they are in parenthood. Now, as we wrap up, is there anything else that we left out on this whole topic or anything that you can think of to share um, to sort of summarize this whole conversation around building your care team? One thing that I um, that we didn't really cover is prenatal education. And I think that there's been a lot of exciting changes in that over the last few years. So that's certainly something that's worth parents looking into. Again, something you can get swept up in. When my first pregnancy, I was like, oh, my hospital offers a class. I'll go to that. And it was literally like what you would imagine. I, what I, my parents probably went through in the 80s, which is like dark hospital room, random couples acting out labor two hours long, and then like, oh, okay, we're ready to give birth. Um, I was obviously not prepared for <laughs> my delivery, but a lot of hospitals, like that's kind of still where where people are sent if, if parents express interest in prenatal childbirth education. Um, so there are a lot of other options out there now. There's hypnobirthing. There are childbirth educators who specialize in Lamaze or the Bradley method, or one of my favorite classes that I took for my second pregnancy is by, it's called Natural Mama, and it's all online and just helps you kind of cons- think about all of the choices that you're going to have. And it's a lot longer than two hours, you know, but I think that that was really helpful for me. And so I encourage you to look beyond what your uh, hospital might be offering for childbirth education and see a lot of the other options that are out there. I'm so glad you brought that up because my experience was very similar to what you mentioned with the hospital class. And I was not prepared for my first birth at no all. I had no idea that there were other options. I don't know if there were. It was three years ago now. Same same time as your, oh, your son wow. was born. Okay. They're the same age. <laughs> but I I didn't know what I was doing. And yeah, yeah then my doctor offered up you know, here's the list of hospital classes and here's what you can go to. And I'm not saying it's wrong for anybody who has chosen to do that. Um, but there are other options, especially if you do have a specific birth vision in mind and you named a couple good ones, hypnobirth and just natural birthing, um, courses. There's so much out there. Um, and I assume that there's stuff like that offered on Nestle as well. Yes. We have a ton of childbirth educators and, you know, let me add that even if you're thinking epidural all the way, you know, no matter what kind of birth you're imagining, a, an extensive childbirth education course is really going to help you no matter what kind of birth you're envisioning. It's not just for people who are like, yeah, I'm going to have a baby in the tub at my house. You know, it is really valuable to know what to expect and you in birth and in breastfeeding and everything in parenting, you really just don't know what to expect until you're in the moment, you know? So educating yourself on the front end as much as you can is going to be really helpful in boosting your confidence, which is so Mm. core to how the experience in the end, you know, feels to you. Yeah. Yeah. It's so helpful to feel confident, especially with, like you had said, there's so many choices and many of which you don't know you're going to have to make until you're in the moment, even especially if you're in delivery and you're, you know, faced with a choice that you have no idea what the pros and cons of that are. And so that's one of my biggest, I would say, regrets if I had one of my first pregnancy is just not getting optimal education. Yeah. 
on the experience that I wanted to have. So highly recommend and so glad that you brought that up. All right, Carly, this has been a super good conversation. I've absolutely loved everything that you're saying. And I know everyone's going to have some really good takeaways from this. So thank you so much for coming on. Uh, Can you go ahead and tell everyone where they can learn more about your work with Nestle and start building their own care team? Yes, I I hope they will. So we're on social media at Nestle Together, N-E-S-S-L-E Together. Um, And our website is nestle.com. Right now, they can go and start filtering and searching or just using keywords and try to figure out, you know, who might be a really great match for them, which is fun. But in the weeks ahead, we're really excited to unveil our matching algorithm, which is, you know, powered by AI, where a parent can simply answer a question or two about themselves, briefly describe what their question is or what their challenge is in that given moment, and then this digital concierge curates for them. Here's a free resource you might look for. Here's a paid resource you might look for. Like your ideal expert is Carly, you know? So I, I'm really excited for that because we you'd use the phrase cut through the noise. We say that a lot at Nestle, like talk about cut through the noise, say a few words about what you're experiencing and get matched. Um, so look for that on the Nestle homepage before the end of the year. Wow, that's incredible. Okay. Well, thank you so much again, everyone go give Nestle a follow and thank you so much again, Carly. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And that's a wrap mama. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode of the strong mama podcast. If this show has served you in some way, be sure to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. Head to strongmamawellnessco.com for more free resources and opportunities for us to work together until next time. Keep moving.